0: Welcome to the Art of Attention, where we focus on what matters most in your business with your host, Tina K. Davis, a multi-business owner who knows the struggle of ADHD firsthand. Navigate the maze of distractions with real tips, real talk, and real success. Ready to dive in? Let's get to work. Hello again. We are on monster number four of the Spooky Season Monster Collection. They include the imposter monster, the energy vampires, the growth goblins, and today the wounded witches. This is a series that I put together because at the end of the year, like I keep saying, we are going to be focused on the holidays. And then we're going to start thinking about new year, new you, and our new goals, and whatever resolutions we have. But in order to make those successful... Or more successful we have to work on the groundwork and that's where these monsters come in and coincidentally it's october and although these are monsters that creep up every month of every year we're just going to focus on them right now because it's a perfect time to prepare us for our new year and for those of you that are new to me for whatever reason i am tina davis i am a multi-business owner who struggles with adhd And I like to help other easily distracted entrepreneurs tackle their monsters and grow revenue. We are going to be talking about wounded witches, but we are going to be tying them back to monster, monster, the growth goblins and the energy vampires, because all four of these monsters, they really play in the same space. And one of those spaces, like I said, imposter monster, imposter syndrome is my one of my big ones. And to tackle my imposter monster, I am not leaning into my perfectionism. In this series, I'm not using a script, no teleprompter. I don't have the laptop open. I have some cue cards or note cards, and I'm not going to over edit this either. I'm going to look at my fear and lean into it and say, you know what, I don't have to be perfect to get my message across. My goal in my businesses is to sell the products that I need to sell in order to fund the nonprofit that I have for wildlife. I want to support wildlife. And to do that, I sell products, coffee, cosmetics, other merch. And in in order to run those businesses, I have to tackle these four monsters. And that's where this kind of program comes in. So monster number four is the wounded witch. Now, they're all monster related, right? But I do want to define what Wounded Witch is because it's not as obvious as imposter syndrome monster, right? Um, The Wounded Witch is it's basically a trauma. It's something that that there is a whole thing on the the witch wound, right? And you can look at books for those and stuff like that. I'm not going too far down any of that path. I'm trying to keep it just spooky season related. Um, But the Wounded Witch is this trauma response that we have from our past, something probably did happen. You, Somebody said something negative or you believe something negative, but it's really this feeling of being small, insignificant, not relevant. And I'm going to lean on a lot of my notes to make sure that I can give you the top reasons you might fear certain things or the top reasons you might feel certain things or really just how do you know if you have a witch wound or you are a wounded witch, right, in this spooky season um, discussion. But the fear of being or the feeling small or the fear of being not good enough or relevant, that those are part of your imposter syndrome as well. It's just the witch wound or the wound that we're trying to heal is because there was an experience. And in in my case, there's been several. But in, in the book that I wrote, I get to work bitch. I'm trying not to edit, so I'm watching what I say, but it's get to work, biatch. What we'll does just say get to work, girl. <laughs> in that book, I introduce a character, an actual girl from my past, and we call her, I call her Rock. I don't give her any other name. Now, Rock is what her name is. It ties into witches too, coincidentally, but Rock said a few things that just stuck with me. This insignificant girl in my life, we weren't even really friends. We didn't certainly didn't have a long relationship of any kind. I was in junior high and high school with her, but it wasn't any kind of long term thing. But her what she said to me stuck and it really was and I'm not trying to overplay or overuse the word trauma. Because that's just let, let the people that have actual trauma have that. But this stung and it stung for a long time. And so did a couple of my teachers saying that I wouldn't really ever be anything but a secretary. Nothing wrong with secretary, but I was basically told that when all the other kids were going to be something bigger. Right. And but there are other things that happen in your life or my life where these trauma episodes or these wounds, they stick. And so they make you feel small or not, you know, in the right place space. And so I'm going to read from my notes. So if you see me, if you're watching the video version of this and I'm looking down, I am um, reading because, again, no teleprompter. This is not a a lot of notes. I'm going to just show the camera. I am talking about one little page because imposter, monster, be damned. We are doing this. But to get this right, you have a fear of standing out or being authentically seen. That is a wound. And that is something a lot of us struggle with. A lot of you might have it just as much as me, but a fear of being authentically seen. You don't want your true self to get out there. You have a fear, an imposter monster that is saying you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not educated enough, pretty enough, whatever. You're not enough and you don't want to be found out, right? You don't want your authentic self to come out. you're, You're trying to achieve perfectionism so that you can show this fake face that isn't you, but it's easier than being authentically seen. You have this fear that you are too much or not enough. Uh, Some folks actually believe that I'm too much. I'm too loud. I'm too talkative. I'm too uh, whatever. And just as much as those of us that think I'm small, I'm not smart enough, big enough, you know, have a big enough following, stuff like that. So you have this fear being too much or not enough for the society around you. Your feelings and your emotions are invalid. That's what you believe when you have this wound. You believe that whatever you're feeling is not true. Or no, you believe that's true, but it's not important to anybody else, right? It just, it's not real. It's not something that you can lean on. It's your emotions are just, they're not valuable enough. They're not real. You don't feel validated and your feelings just must not be Good or actual because no one validates you. You feel unsafe or anxious in scenarios you're not familiar with. Okay, so we all feel like that, right? Because we're in a space we don't know. And so if we walk into a room we've never been in before around people we don't know, we're going to feel anxious. But if you have this really feeling, this deep feeling of you're unsafe, that's probably a wound. This is a trauma response. And These are the kind of things that you will not be able to grow from because that it feels so real each time. In some of those cases, the different the types of trauma that happen, which I am not a counselor, a psychiatrist or any kind of doctor. Some of those require a lot more help or professional help in that you're going to need an actual licensed doctor to help you with those kind of wounds. But sometimes they're not really big experiences or Things that happened in the past. They could just be you went into a room one time and you knocked something over. And now you just have this fear of going into a room full of people again. Okay. You knocked something over 10 years ago. I'm probably gonna do it again tomorrow, right? But you do want to go into that room, right? Because that so the reason you're afraid is because you want to do something, but you have the anxiety around it. And the anxiety is probably tied back to the imposter syndrome, but there's something that happened. You feel a fear of being judged or mocked. This is big because that means that there are people around you or have been around you that have done this to you and it sticks i know i'm talking about it. it's rock the girl's name was rock this will make your imposter syndrome last a lot longer but this wound that you're feeling this feeling of being small because of what was said in the past it's real and it's not something that you can you, you can't make it unsaid you can't unhear it right but you can give it less power you, the fear of being judged or mocked is Sometimes, I did say it's because something else happened in the past, and I did believe it when I said it just now, but sometimes we also make that up a little bit. We just assume that we will be judged or mocked because we're afraid. But in this case, we're talking about a witch wound, which means it did happen. We're living through it again because it it did happen. But for those of you where maybe you still feel this way, nobody really did anything to you in the past, we've assumed it and we believe what we're assuming. (laughs) Because I want to tie this all to business. This one is a pretty good point. You have doubts or anxiety or even guilt around starting a business. You have convinced yourself so much that you don't deserve to have this, that you have doubts and anxiety and basically causing yourself all this heartache around starting a business because you really believe, who am I? What is this thing that's happened to you in the past, this wound that's making you feel so insignificant that you don't even deserve to have a business? you have all this guilt and anxiety. Why? Is it because someone's making you feel guilty? Oh, if you're going to start a business, you don't have time for the kids. You're not going to have time enough time for me. Energy vampire, first of all. But you really lean into that fear. Maybe something did happen. Again, not a counselor, not a psychiatrist, but that fear and anxiety, it'll prevent you from doing your business. But it might prevent you from doing a lot of things. It might prevent you from getting out of a scenario you don't want to be in, whether it be just an event you don't want to go to or a relationship or a job or whatever, but you actually feel that you are not good enough or you have this anxiety around starting something for yourself. That is a witch wound. And those are things that have to be tackled and sort of all the other things. But that one right there is, if you really have a desire to do this business and you can't stop thinking about it, then it's meant to be uh, tried. It's meant to be done. Maybe not every business that you think of is possible, but you, that's not an imposter thing. That's a, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just not something you really are gonna do because it's just not, If I wouldn't run a gym, okay? I'm not gonna run a gym. So if I came up with a business plan tomorrow where I was like, I was gonna open a gym, I would be okay with all of you telling me, no girl, what in the hell? So that's just not in my wheelhouse. It's not my passion, but this is a different kind of anxiety. You feel this way because you feel like Someone is going to make you feel bad, okay? You also, maybe it's not about starting a business necessarily, but you have this fear, this guilt about just standing out. Maybe you don't want to dress a certain way or, or drive a certain thing or carry a certain bag because you don't want to stand out. People will judge you or mock you. That's going to prevent you from moving forward in anything. But we're going to focus on business. But any of those kind of things, that, that, that actually builds a deeper wound each time you, re- you let that build and you lean into it. You hide your authentic self. I do this a lot. I have done this a lot in the past. I don't do it as much anymore, especially in corporate. In corporate, at least in my experience, I'm not, I've not been in every business clearly, but in my experience with corporate life, and I've been there 17 years, but they don't want to see your true self. They want to see the corporate you. They want the version that fits their model. And running a business, that's fine. You want a certain type of employee. You want a certain type of culture. You want a certain type of environment. That is okay. But we're not talking about my corporate job, right? (laughs) When I go to that job, I am a person, a type of person, a different personality, because that's my job. That's what they pay me to do. They don't want the real me. They don't want my personality, my take on things, my opinion, right? They want me to be corporate me, corporate team. And that's okay, because that's what they pay me to do. In this world, I'm trying to do my businesses that help with the animals. And I want to be my authentic self. I don't want to be corporate, Tina, in the private world, in, my, in the rest of my life. When I'm not on the clock, I want to be myself. And a lot of the years that I've been in corporate and trying to do stuff outside, I have hidden my authentic self. You also might do this not just with a corporate job, but with relationships. When you first get into a relationship, we all know we're not exactly our full true selves at first, and neither is the other person. This isn't a one-way thing. Because we're trying to impress them. That's exactly what getting into a relationship is about, right? You don't just pull a number and that's it. That's your partner, right? No, you build up to it and you try to impress them and you're in your best behavior. Or maybe you're in your avoiding your authentic self. And then you go so long suppressing yourself, you no longer know who you are. Your authentic self is hidden because you have this fear of what it will be perceived as and who you will be perceived as. You're not going to get very far in your own business if you're not being your authentic self. If you want to see what it's like to live an inauthentic life, just open up social media. You're not seeing a whole bunch of people's real life. Don't do that. Don't be that. Be yourself and be true to yourself so that you can grow and this wound can heal. Because uh, we're talking about which wound here. So hiding your authentic self, you feel disconnected from your authentic self because you constantly stand behind a filter or a wall you depend on. Okay. So I wrote this note in here because I am constantly trying to tell people or tell other people around me, you do not have to look perfect. People don't want perfect. They don't want to go and look at your content because you're perfect. They want to look at your content because they can relate to you. Okay. Nobody wants to watch a movie without the protagonist and the antagonist, right? Not everybody in the movie or the show can be perfect. You don't have anything to watch. There's nothing to to get out of it, right? And we all know you're not perfect. You will never be perfect. There is no perfect. So when you try so hard to live a way that you're Y'all, the battery died again. So hopefully I pick up where I left off. So sorry, but I'm not using a script, like I said. So I don't know exactly where I was at. But you are, again, hiding behind this filter. You're hiding behind this wall because you're trying to be perfect. You'll never be perfect. I think that's where we were. This this wall, this filter, this may be literal filter on social media, but it may be this filter where you're only letting out so much, you're only allowing people to see you only in your most perfect state or what you think is perfect. You are overly focused on this pretending to be someone you're not or someone that you're not naturally. If you really do get up and do a full face of makeup and put on the best clothes and go out and face the world and that is your everyday, then that's your norm. If you slip from that here and there and go out on sweats, no one is going to be like, oh, my God, what is she doing? So you should let yourself <laughs> off the hook a little. Let's say you're not. Maybe you're in sweats all the time and you feel like, oh, my God, I have to put all this makeup on and, and all this to do my business. Girl, if that's how we normally see you and we normally see you in sweats and your hair in a messy bun, why would we even understand what's going on if you show up in a suit? We don't know who you are anymore. You may be just hiding behind these walls and filters because of what you believe other people are going to react to, but you might be causing the reaction, right? We, you ever followed somebody on social media and then you meet them in real life. You're like, who's in your profile pic? (laughs) Sis, that is not what you look like, right? That filter is what they'll show to the world, but they're out in the world. And you're going to run across what that person really looks like and how they really sound and that they're not airbrushed all the time. So think of it like that when you're doing your business. If you're going to do live events, you're not going to have the Instagram filter on your face, right? If you ever go and you're hired to do something on film for the company, maybe you're an influencer. They're, they're not going to use that beigey soft focus thing that you live and die from on TikTok, right? You need to just be your authentic self and you don't have to hide it. And you might be causing that wound. I think is where I'm going with this. You're hiding behind this filter wall because you, you depend on being perfect, but you, you might actually be digging that wound yourself because you have this reliance on being perfect to feel less than small it'll never, you'll never feel big. You'll always feel better dressed and small. <laughs> you'll always feel like you have a fancy car and you're small. So maybe perfectionism is bigger than the witch wound. It is. It's in a lot of the other monsters too, but you don't have to stand behind that filter or that wall to jump into a business because we need to do business with you and it is okay to be you. You Sometimes you feel like you struggle to fit in because I think I mentioned this earlier, but you feel like you're too much, you're too little and you struggle to fit in. But the fitting in, the struggling to fit in, the reason I put this note on here is that a lot of times we feel like we don't fit in because we didn't in the past. And this wound is deeper. This wound goes back or it's it's in further because it's older. It goes back to maybe uh, you were in elementary school and the, the kids didn't want you to sit with them or kids you did go to elementary school, when you got to junior high, you were no longer in their group because there were cooler kids, right? And so you just didn't fit in with them anymore. And you now feel like as the groups change or you go into new scenarios or new environments, you're not gonna fit in because you didn't at some point. That's a tougher one because until you let yourself try new things with other people or try to meet other people, you won't know if you fit in. And so you can literally go to your grave believing you don't fit in because you're not trying to fit in. And there are some people that will literally go above and beyond to not fit in to prove the point that they don't want to fit in. We all want to fit in. We all want to be cared for by other people cared about by other people we want to fit in so if you're if you really believe that you don't want to fit in you break every mold and you just aren't that person you're never going to fit in you need more help than what i can give you in this group um because we do we are social creatures even us introverts we want to we do want to fit in. We may not want to be carbon copies. Nobody wants to be a carbon copy. And I know that there's an easy way. This is that perfectionism. This is like I was just talking about. This is the, you put up that filter, that wall. If if you look at a lot of the women out there and no shame to them, and I'm not trying to judge anybody. I'm just trying to use this as an example. There's a lot of businesses, a lot of influencer accounts, a, a lot of just podcast accounts, Where it's almost a copy paste. It's Boss Woman Energy or a certain product that they sell. Whatever it is, these businesses are copy paste. It's even just influencers where it's down to the same outfits, the same aesthetic. Everything is beige and browns or even just the pinks. And they are, it's the same content. It's a copy paste. I'm not trying to tell anybody that there isn't someone else out there doing your business and don't start a business because someone else is doing it. No, do whatever business you want. But you can be you. You don't have to be a copy-paste. We were never designed, humans are not designed to be a copy-paste. We want to fit in. And you do want to fit in. But you don't want to be a replica. You don't want to be sharing one personality, right? You don't have to have the same aesthetic to be in a friend group, right? If you want to, if you're the all-black personality, but you want to coach women entrepreneurs, okay, You d- just because you're an all black personality, meaning you dress in black, you want to drive a black car, you paint your nails black, um, you must collect snakes and spiders and you will never fit into the mold. No, it's not a thing. But we fall into the pattern where if you're all soft and pink and you like to wear pink, then, um, you know, you can't fit in with anyone else that isn't all pink. (laughs) Um, That's one way. Another is in order for you to do a business because other people are doing it, I guess this is the harder one for me is because I see it so much in my friends is you you want to start a business. And the first thing you do is you go out and research instead of the business model and the business plan and how this business will benefit you, you research how other people are doing it. And instead of modeling after them, you are mirroring them. <laughs> There's two complete opposites here. One is that you feel like you can only you must only fit in with the people that wear all black or wear all pink, or you have to do exactly what this other group is doing because they're being successful at it, or you think they're being successful at it. That's another whole story. But I, this part here is tough. You can't be your authentic self as a copy paste. And a deep witch wound is not being authentic. There are a whole lot of books and, and different podcasts and things that you can read and watch on the witch wound and healing your witch wound. But I'm really just focused on how it works in your business. And the fear of standing out, the fear of showing your authentic self, the fear of being judged or mocked, um, the the perfectionism and the fear of being different. Those are all wounds because maybe something did happen in the past or maybe you created this wound yourself, but they're fixable. They're repairable. They won't go away entirely, but there are ways to work on them. And we do a lot of that in the group. And or at least in my group, because I feel like this. (laughs) These are my monsters that we've been talking about. And so one of the things that you have to focus on in order to clear up your witch wound or or fix your witch wound is the same as the imposter syndrome and the energy suckers and the growth goblins is you got to work on your mindset. You got to work on your schedule. You have to work on yourself. And so one of the things I would suggest is if you haven't already, You can go to howtoditchdistraction.com. That's my link. And you can get the anti-distraction planner. And once you get into the planner, you'll be able to see where the groups are and, you know, how to hang out and message and stuff like that. But this planner is step one in accomplishing the goal of protecting ourselves from these monsters. We need to prioritize what's important, get a schedule together and work on including, it's not just about a to-do list, it's including your mindset activities in your day. It's making sure that you have time to watch your guided visualization or go listen to your guided visualization. It might be making sure that you read 10 to 20 pages of a book that uplifts you each day. It might just be going to that yoga class that you know makes you feel better. It also might mean that you Have so much on your plate and on your schedule for each day that you are growing and learning from and building your business around that you do not have extra time to spend with those energy vampires or those people that cause this wound to stay open. (laughs) You can just slowly phase them out of your life because you're in control of this new schedule. You don't put them in your schedule, then you don't have to worry about the pain they cause, right? But the witch wound, the growth goblin, the imposter monster, and the energy vampire, they're all the monsters we need to tackle at least get our hands around the neck up before we start worrying about the new year, new you. Or if we're already in the process of launching a business or we've launched and we are just trying to scale it, these monsters are lurking. And even though we're bringing it up during this spooky season, we have to work on them all year. And so come join us in the group. Come join me in the group. We can talk about these monsters because like I said, these are all my monsters. I am not trying to share them with you. I am trying to uh, share your thoughts on your monsters um with me and with each other but let's let's all work together to get our monsters in a corner and like i said in one of the other videos we can just dress them cute and wave at them as we walk by we don't have to invite them to every event um so at the end of this i want you to remember to be you believe in you be authentically you that's right be you believe in you be authentic and let's get to work. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember, you are not defined by distraction. Apply something you've learned today in your own business and share it with all your easily distracted friends.